If you feel unmotivated, burnt out or stuck, you might be outside your comfort zone. I'm life coach Adam Kowalik on a mission to end suffering and this podcast is dedicated to sharing how you indeed can perform, grow and expand until all your goals comfortably fit inside your comfort zone, helping you change the easy way. Coming up on this week's Inside the Comfort Zone. Reflection is what transforms experience into skills, a skill that can be tactically employed again and again in the right context. When I was working as a top-level manager for IKEA in Sweden, I learned incredibly great skills from their internal leadership training and their mentorship. It was a given that once I had reached a certain level in my own development and career, that I wanted to give back to the next generation of leaders. And so, I too offered mentorship to the aspiring leaders growing at IKEA. I loved the experience. I loved meeting new, eager and ambitious people, idealistic and optimistic. It was invigorating and I learned a lot from them as well. A typical thing that often happens in the conversations with the leaders I would mentor would be when I asked them what their goals were and they were trying to make an impact and show their worth. So they exclaimed, that they wanted to take my job or to be in my seat within the next five years. And they would ask me what it would take for that to become a reality. And my advice would often be the same. Reflect. I've seen a lot of ambitious and idealistic leaders working extremely hard, getting mediocre results, only to give up and quit, missing out on reaching their desired destination. And from my experience, most of them have lacked the habit of reflecting. I believe that reflection is what transforms experience into skills, a skill that can be tactically employed again and again in the right context. Without reflection, one's experience is simply a collection of random events. Without reflection, you won't know what tool you should grab from your toolbox when faced with a certain challenge, and you might overwork yourself, you might spend more energy or resources than necessary or than you have available, leading you to burning out. And so my general advice to the ambitious and driven aspiring leaders that I had the pleasure of mentoring, I would offer the advice to make time to reflect on their experiences in order to develop dependable skills which they can rely on in their growth as leaders. Making time for reflection isn't just for leaders, it applies to most of us. I think that in general, we're not always so good at slowing down, pausing and stopping to take inventory of our experiences. You've most likely heard me say before how your thoughts are 90% recycled thinking from yesterday. Most thoughts that go through your mind are automated and pass through without being given a lot of attention. This means that at best, your day today will be 10% different from yesterday. And of course, how you spend your day is how you spend your life. I believe that you can break this 90-10 cycle by simply bringing more awareness or attention and becoming more present. And one of the ways you can do this 
is to reflect more. Now, there's a distinction between reflecting and brooding, which I think is important to point out. I say this because even as I was rather good at reflecting, turning my experiences into skills, I was also very good at ruminating, brooding and overthinking. Perhaps this is something you've experienced as well, where you overthink, worry and enter analysis paralysis and fail to act at all. And when I talk about reflecting more, what I mean is to leverage constructive aspects of thinking and analysing which promotes growth and resilience. Here's some tips on how you can develop a more impactful way of reflecting. Avoid aimless ruminating or brooding. Instead, reflect with purpose. Be mindful of times when your mind is aimlessly wandering or building in intensity, coming up with worst-case scenarios that aren't actually anchored in reality. One way that you can reflect in a more strategic way is to ask questions, especially open-ended questions. This directs the reflection in a more constructive and purposeful way. I've talked before about how your questions direct your focus and your focus directs your thoughts, which in turn directs what you feel and finally how you act. With goal-oriented questions and reflections, your time spent reflecting will become much more valuable and helpful rather than getting caught up in a series of random and rolling catastrophic thoughts making you shrink. Another typical challenge is our collective tendency to focus on the negative, known as the negativity bias. It's believed that this bias for negativity played a critical role in the survival of our species, since it made us more cautious. But there's also the benefit of focusing on the positive. Resilience is, for example, considered an important trait for achieving success and happiness, to be able to rise back up after falling down. And so, when you engage in reflection, avoid over-focusing and ruminating on the negative and instead make room to reframe the experience in a more positive light. This way, the focus shifts from fixating on the perceived failures and instead seeing them as opportunities, ways to learn and grow. Employing a healthy dose of self-compassion is what's called for when reflecting. In 2015, a review of 79 studies involving over 16,000 volunteers found that people who are kind and understanding towards themselves, even when they make mistakes, tend to be happier. And another study found that people who tend to blame themselves for their problems and dwell on them are more likely to experience depression and anxiety. The level of self-compassion a person has, has a greater impact on whether they develop anxiety or depression than other factors that can negatively impact people's lives, such as traumatic life events, a family history of mental illness, low social status, loneliness or a lack of social support. All of us experience setbacks and by not seeing failure as failure but an opportunity to grow, you can better use the time you reflect to develop more constructive skills, helping you handle a future setback more effectively. A final skill that can help you maximize the effect of reflecting is to be more present. I mentioned earlier that one of the ways to break the autopilot of 90% recycled thinking is to be more present in the moment. Worry and anxiety 
is concerned about the past or the future. And so when you're practicing moment-to-moment presence, you're better able to address the current situation without the influence of worry or anxiety. Being more mindful has more to do with how you operate in the present moment and helps increase your effectiveness. And when combined with the previous tips of goal-oriented questioning and reframing setbacks as opportunities, you can avoid the challenge of overthinking and inaction. When not being mindful and present, you're activating the autopilot and will start to repeat yesterday's thinking and doing to about 90%. And when trying to grow and perform as a top-level leader, faced with daily challenges, you want to be creative and responsive, not oblivious and reactive. Now, as a human being, this is all equally applicable. Ask higher quality questions. Focus on the opportunities and be more present. And you'll be better equipped to reach your goals, handle setbacks, develop resistance, and become happier. Thanks for listening to Inside the Comfort Zone with me, Adam Kowalik, and I'll be back next week with another regular episode. If you like the show, please follow and rate it on Spotify. And if you have a friend who you think should hear what we spoke about today, please share it with them. The best way to get the episode as soon as possible is to subscribe to Inside the Comfort Zone via Spotify or whatever podcast app you like to use. Check out some of the previous episode by visiting insidethecomfort.zone. Inside the Comfort Zone was brought to you by Adam Kowalik, life coach, speaker and author on a mission to redefine personal and professional development. Thank you for being you and please keep it up. Talk more soon.